Yeah, now, now that I'm recording, everyone's quiet. Isn't that weird? <laughs> well, I wanted to say something, but I didn't want to interrupt you. So I'm like waiting to raise my hand figuratively. Have, have you not listened to any other production on this podcast network? Yes, I have, but I also don't want to be a dick. Wait, hold on. People <laughs> listen to this stuff? <laughs> I did my homework. I did listen to it. I did one article of homework. A plus. Um, but well, anyway. I was also like really high on Percocet. <laughs> <laughs> and we're done. <laughs> this is this is the entirety of my life. <laughs> you know what we now. like to talk about when we're high on Percocet? Online dating. Yes. Hello. <laughs> Thank you, Mary. <laughs> That's, uh, somehow uh, we are we are all here. Hello, uh, uh, once again making an episode of the joy of dating. Uh, this is a special uh, episode. Special. I, I don't think we're going to have enough to make this a series, so we'll just do whatever here. Uh, but yeah, uh, I'm I'm Brinker once again uh, with my co-host Tony and a uh, series of. Um, Special guests, I guess. Special co-hosts. What, 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 ladies? What do you call yourselves? Ladies, females. What term are you using "special" in? Guests. We're <laughs> guests. It's only one episode. We're people, yeah. Brinker. People who know better what the fuck is going on. <laughs> I am series one female. <laughs> you can call me Bunny. I, I was gonna say I was gonna be the asshole that was gonna say that I'm pretty sure Tony's name is just Tony. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> Look at you listening to the podcast. Yeah, this is a podcast. That's right. <laughs> but yeah, uh, so um, I made the mistake of, uh, well, so I guess we used to, well, okay, first, uh, everybody should introduce themselves. <laughs> so we all, we all know who's on this show. So ladies, if you don't mind. I kind of, I kind of jumped the gun there. Uh, sorry. <laughs> Go ahead and introduce yourself then. I'm Series one female bunny. <laughs> and uh, what, bunny? What's uh, what's your relationship status? History with online dating? Just kind of an overview there. Okay. Um. Currently, I'm married. Uh, and I I met my partner through um OKCupid actually, and uh, my experience with uh dating online has been. For a very long time, uh, did I answer all the questions? Yes, I did. Yes, yes, you're good. I think I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I did it. <laughs> this this is not an Alcoholics Anonymous meeting. You don't. <laughs> Fine. Nor is it graded. Speaking of graded, Malia, want to introduce yourself? I think okay. You just did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm Malia. <laughs> And my uh, husband is B-Rad, who is also on a, another podcast on the Beyond Caring Media Network. Yeah, there we go. And um, get that cross promotion in. Yes, because, you know, he would have if I, he was on here. Anyway, um, <laughs> and oh, I've had a little bit of experience when it comes to online dating, but mine, mine really is more about, I guess I could say, people I've met through kind of like my dating experience if that makes sense analog online dating sure. i think that's what it's called right yes sure we'll go with that yes it's as good as mine all right uh okay so my name's alicia i 
am currently married five years this year. Um, oh. And I have, yep, yeah, five years this year. So I have. Uh, it been that long? Jesus. That was a good party. Yeah, it was. Well, we were going to redo our uh, reception this year, but everything going on. And uh, then Malia and Brad, their wedding getting postponed, their big wedding getting postponed. So we wanted to make sure that they get their due process. So Due process. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, uh, so I married for five years. And then I have uh, an ex-husband where I have two kids with, and then I have two kids with Sam. And uh, husband is also on another podcast, Dollar Pinema. Um, if you have nothing better to do, it's a fantastic show. Watch it, listen to it on the toilet. It'll work. Okay. Who's on uh, the toilet long <laughs> enough to, to, to listen to Sam. It? If you're all on the toilet right now, send us an email at, at, at Brinker. Put the, put the email in post here. I'm definitely not going to do that. <laughs> Leave a comment on our WordPress page. <laughs> we have a website? Yes, we do. Holy <laughs> shit. All right. And I'm Mary. I'm... Uh, Brinker's girlfriend, the the outcome of his uh, joy of dating adventures, that I think. Outcome? Out, I don't know. Outcome. She, her words, not mine. I don't know. I mean, you started dating, you recorded it, we're dating now. Yeah, so. okay, fair. <laughs> the highly anticipated culmination of his adventures. There, the that's better. We'll, we'll fix that in post, too. <laughs> uh, no, we won't. He just said, no, we won't. But, uh... Do we I, have a post? <laughs> it's outside with the horse. Um, I've I've been in a long term relationship with another person I met on online dating, and I've kind of been on several of the apps, and you know, meeting that person and now Brinker, and kind of you know, dating casually a little bit in there. So have lots of opinions on that, <laughs> right? And that, that kind of leads into where the, the whole reason for why this episode exists is because uh, in the instance of transparency and in have, and having an open communicative relationship with Mary, I felt it was necessary that she know that I was doing a podcast about dating, which is um, definitely not something most people would admit to on like, what is that, like fourth, fifth date? No, I, <laughs> I mean, it was much earlier I than that. I feel like that's super classy though because like being treated like an experiment without knowing that you're an experiment Correct. is fucked up yeah that that was my concern right like yeah. i don't want people to think that i'm just oh i'm just in this relationship so i can you know stunt online for, I did for, it all... for the views or yeah. what's the... that movie what's that awful rom-com where that <laughs> happens it's like 10 ways to get rid of somebody or something like that yeah that movie yeah, 10 days. But yeah, so he told me, I, I think it was probably like second or third date. It wasn't the first date. But yeah, because well, yeah, no. I, I wanted to have a second date. So yeah. that's, you know. <laughs> but like, fortunately, I really like podcasts. And I was like, wow, that's really cool. Can I listen to it? And, <laughs> and that's when I know stunned. I fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, she's going to get to know me without me being in the room. Fuck. And what I what he said before he met He's me. still dating you though. <laughs> to play devil's advocate, there are many worse things being admitted on first dates than that. Oh, I 
Trust me, ladies. I think you will hear many of those things from me on this podcast. <laughs> That I've heard from other people. Yeah, oh. Mary has been very, very excited to share. <laughs> she and, and she so quite literally, she is the cause for and reason for this episode happening. Guys, uh, she 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 uh, reminded me that this was an interesting thing to do. And uh, if if anyone wants to take a moment and appreciate this episode existing, or if anyone. Uh, takes, or to blame me for it existing. Yeah, or if anyone listens to this and it helps in any way, you can thank Mary for it because she is. Yeah, yeah. I'll wait till we play that rapping game on Jackbox again. Oh, okay. there we go. <laughs> That's good. I'll store it up until I need some ammo. I I feel good about that, Alicia, and I look forward to, uh, to our engagement because I've been way too easy on you, so I need to start letting the glove drop. Yeah. <laughs> you, you take that game more seriously than I than I ever thought anyone would, so I look forward to that. I have very few avenues of happiness lately, so <laughs> sorry to hear that. That's uh, twenty twenty. Uh, um, but anyway, so uh, it's twenty twenty one now. No, it it's is. still twenty twenty. <laughs> so, so the whole point of the I, from my perspective, of the joy of dating previous episodes was. You know, one man's experience exploring the world of online dating and sharing their, you know, reactions and getting feed input from Tony and stuff like that. And I said, well, you definitely need the lady's perspective because it is very different being a lady oh, on a yeah. dating site. Oh, oh, oh God. My God. Is yeah. it oh, fucking know. different? Holy you know shit. what we need to do? We need to have a gauge as to how bad their dating story is by a level of dick pics. Oh my god. Like that story was three dick pics. Oh, I could do better than dick as pics. Bad trust as me. Four dick pics. <laughs> no, I mean like that's the rating level of how terrible I it was. I okay. will give that story five penis pictures. Yes. <laughs> unsolicited. If it's called a dick pic, it's probably unsolicited. <laughs> Isn't it usually though? Isn't it usually? But anyway, so. But yeah, uh, sorry, I was spacing out for a moment there. Um, but yeah, so I, I I thought it was important to do this. It's a nice little interesting roundtable. So yeah, I I I I know I'm interested in hearing more um, about like the the uh, the the other side of of the joy of dating, right? So like I, I know when I um you know just to kind of uh rehash some of the things that the last couple episodes were you know i had a i had a rather straightforward experience um i noticed that there was a lot of gamification in in dating i wasn't very fond of that i wasn't um but yeah no, I, no, I wasn't very uh, happy with how it was making me feel and like the we like i i was kind of getting why a lot of people get disillusioned with it but I, I at the same time i imagine it's very different for women because i would i would imagine whereas you know, I was feeling that way and lonely and isolated because it was very hard to get a response from anybody. Um, I would imagine mm. just thinking from my end thing that you guys have the opposite problem. I've had two of my three stalkers through online dating. Oh, you have stalkers. Wonderful. Not wonderful, yeah. but interesting. <laughs> Let's not email them this link. <laughs> yeah. What? No. <laughs> One of my first serious online relationships was actually with a stalker, and I didn't know he was a stalker at the Wait, time. Wait, do you mean stalker or stockbroker? A stalker. Like, okay. Creepy like, following you person. Creepy following me person. I didn't know. And hmm. and it got pretty it got pretty serious. <laughs> it got pretty serious. Uh, the relationship or the stalking? The relationship. And oh. I found out he was a stalker after the fact. 
so I kind of had that same issue where the relationship went really well, but that was because the guy had stalked everything that I liked, listened to all the music I liked because I liked it, and completely changed his appearance to make himself more attractive to me based on like lead singers and actors that I liked. That is... And then, yeah, like he would tailor. Genuinely creepy. He would tailor everything that we did and every picture he sent me, every text to like things that he would think I'd like. But it turns out he wasn't really like that at all. Wow. Um, just like a couple of weeks into it, I started, I actually really liked him because he was like super fun and uh, he was cute and uh, was into everything I was into by design. I didn't know. So, um, I ended up finding some other social media posts, and it turns out he has, like, eight different personalities that he puts on based on the woman he's trying to attract. Uh, Okay. So, um, I confronted him about it, plus he was starting to get really weird with, like, trying to move forward sexually faster than I wanted to. I was making some odd comments. Uh, Yeah. So, I, yeah, I brought it up to him, and, uh... It came to, like, a fallout, and then he tried to, you know, force me, and then I was like, you know, get out, blah, blah, blah. So I pretty much was done with him, and I don't dis- like discontinued everything with him, contacts, everything. And he texted me and said that he was in Washington, D.C. seeing his brother because his brother's wife was sick. And I was like, okay, whatever. And then he showed up that the next after, like, ten minutes later, he showed up at my house. Asking like with a like a bag of food of stuff that I liked, which is very hard for me to resist. I think this is true for most females. We love food and we love being fed. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think that's humans, not just women. Well, he he not only had like multiple social medias like Facebook and stuff. He also had like multiple online dating profiles, and it was all oh, wow. him. But it was all tailored specific to attract different types of women mm-hmm. so that he would be seeing like three different women at one time, but he would completely change who he was each time. So he had like six different wardrobes. Do you even. think that maybe he might have become a little bit of a schizophrenic because he had so many personalities surfacing at different times? I just think he likes to talk <laughs> and he was trying to get what oh, he could that's, get. That's unfortunate. That's an inordinate amount of effort to go through for that. <laughs> Right? Like the, the level of detail, like the level of detail, like this guy had watched all my favorite movies that he had never seen before just to be able to talk to me about them and listen to like he got his hair dyed. He started wearing glasses, even though he didn't need them. And he gained weight to to make my make me more attracted to him. This is a this is fascinating. This is this is yeah. so far above and beyond what I experienced. That is just <laughs> so. That is terrifying. That gets five unsolicited dick pics from me. That that, that gets eighteen <laughs> unsolicited dick pics. <laughs> I was I was going on a scale of one to five. Okay, eighteen. <laughs> yes, that, that's why I said it. I'm on one to five also. <laughs> one of the one of the first things that made me question it was. Um, the type of music I listen to is either, like, power metal, doom metal, or, like, to the far other end of that, it's, like, Celtic folk music or indie music. So it's, like, two different extremes. 
but in his car he he told me he loved all of those things and he had like uh he like had all the CDs that I liked and he had like posters of of bands that I liked so he would go out and buy posters of bands that I liked just to put them up in his house but he so yeah. much exhausting but work in for his, Kunani. In his house, he actually had, like, a stack of, like, Kid Cudi albums and a bunch of terrible rap. <laughs> and he tried to get me to listen to them, and I'm like, I'm really sorry. I'm not, I don't like this. Like, I can, I'm like, I'm down with, like, you know, Wu-Tang or something like that, but I'm not going to listen to this. And uh, I started, like, and then it started, like, you know, snowballing from there. I was like, this... Shit's getting a little weird. This ain't right. And then I found, like, the hair dye box in his bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) And then one time I tried his glasses on. Because, you know, when you're, like, with somebody who has glasses and you're, like, seeing who has the worst eyesight. So you, like, put on each other's glasses. Yeah, so I... And it's a fucking zero prescription. Yeah, it was just clear lenses. Oh, yeah. And I was like, why the fuck would you let me try these on if you knew you didn't even need glass? Like, So it got really fucking weird. It was, and then he didn't stop for weeks, and I ended up, uh, like, having to put a harassment charge on him because he would not leave me alone. He would just show up oh, places. Because he knew everything about me. He knew where I worked. He knew the places I hung out. He knew the coffee shop I went to. So he would just show up at every single place I was. Hmm, that is just... Well, that is a strategy that I had not previously considered in previous episodes of this show. <laughs> and that's another reason that I'm still dating you, that you did not even think well, of that. Well, he didn't threaten to kill me. He didn't threaten to hide my body under a bridge like the other guy did. So I guess that's, that's all right. That's, yeah, that's worse. I was going to say, like, that's like a Criminal Minds episode. Jeez Louise. <laughs> you know, but it's weird, though, because it's like, you know, you think of, like, beautiful young like model type women that get stalked and then there's people like me and you're like why would somebody go yes. through the effort yes you know what i mean it's like why my I'm mother used to tell that. me be careful on the way home and i'm like mom i'm a fat ass who's gonna run after my ass nobody <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's absolutely not true like i mean yeah. it's gonna rape well and, that, and also rape. like do do i need to remind you uh bunny that um Silence of the Lambs. <laughs> yeah, I never saw that movie, so that never would have applied oh. to well, it, my brain space. It's very good. Um, <laughs> brain space, good phrase. <laughs> That's the uh, I'll eat your liver with a with fava beans and a nice Chianti sort of thing. Chianti. Yeah, yeah. I don't do the voice as well. Yeah, so I, I think this kind of feeds into the question of like, what's the span of your experience with dating? So, like, I I think we heard. The two bottom basement examples of the stalkers. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, God, my, I hope so. <laughs> my stalker experience was um, actually I was on um, shit. I don't know if I can talk about this, but it was a well, don't a, say anything you're not comfortable with. Okay, it's it was like yeah, one of those um, downloading uh, servers, kind of like um, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> okay, yeah, so like. It was called Winamex, and they basically had, like, server that's, chat rooms. Wait, hold up. <laughs> Jesus. You're telling me you got dates from Winamex? <laughs> yes, I got dates from Winamex. Wow. <laughs> you got, you got so dates this, from fourth-rate so- Napster? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, 
So this guy, he was just a friend on Winamax at first, and um, uh, apparently he he managed to find me on different social sites. Like at the time, I was really into like Gaia Online because the little paper doll system was really fucking cute, and he had multiple accounts there to to friend me and to get to know me. (laughs) And uh, like, I didn't know. Right. But then he was like, Oh, you know, uh, let's, let's be friends on other, you know, sites. And he makes an account explicitly to friend me for me to know it's him. And it's not just some rando guy that talks to me on Gaia. And I was like, yeah, okay. You know, I'm, I'm this and this, um, Let's be friends. And this goes on for about, uh, let's say, six years. Six, oh, eight wow. years. Oh, wow. We're just like Damn. long-term friends at this point. I go through um, some real-life issues, and he's like, you know, I I love you, blah, 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 dee, da. And at the, at the time, I was like, wow, he's been, we've been through a lot. He's been, he's been there all this time, he knows what I'm like. Uh, I know what he's like. It's been six, eight years. It it should be fine, right? I should be safe. And, you know, relatively speaking to Malaya's story, I was safe. Um, I, he comes to visit um, where my, my location, and he tells me it's for like this group chef thing because he was a chef and I was like oh that's really cool and he goes I'm gonna be in the area can I see you and I was like like all these like little red flags suddenly burst up and I was like you can visit my sister but like I didn't know oh yeah wait we didn't throw your sister out of the bus Well, you can murder yeah. my sister. <laughs> you can murder my sister. That's fine. She's got a gun. <laughs> Don't worry. She's oh got boy. a cat. <laughs> and my sister's like, yeah, just send him over. And she had a husband at the time. And she's she's not worried at all. And I'm like, I I don't know what to say. It was kind of unexpected. And turns out he had nowhere to go. He didn't have anywhere to go. He had no room, no hotel or anything. Uh, he didn't come with a group. Hail Mary. He, yeah, just hoping to meet it you. Was, it was totally a Hail Mary, and that was terrifying. But he, but I don't know why this didn't fucking like, tell me, no, stop here. Don't continue further. He left me a piece of jewelry at my sister's house, and then he... Goes to sleep on a bench somewhere, I guess. My God. And he finally makes it home a couple days later. His sister contacted me while he was out here. And she tells me, we didn't know he was leaving. We don't know where he is. We can't contact him. His cell phone doesn't work there. Blah, 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 blah. I was like, this is what he told me. And they're all like, yeah, we don't know anything about that. And I was like... I don't know what to tell you, but when he gets home... How far did he travel? Uh, halfway around the world. Oh my really? god. Like from another country or from the other like side of Like from another country. country. What? Oh. Yeah. See, that that adds a level of dick pic to it. 
<laughs> Dude had to get a motherfucking passport for this shit. Yes, he did. <laughs> Amazing. And and um like this did not this did not raise enough red flags for my stupid brain. Um and I continued talking to the guy and his sister basically punched him and ripped him a new one because, you know, he didn't tell anybody where he was. He didn't have any way to contact anybody either. Um, turns out he lied about there being like a group of chefs that did this thing out in the middle of nowhere, California. And um, <laughs> surprise, surprise, surprising everyone, especially <laughs> me. And um because it's like it's halfway around the fucking world. No, it's literally the other side of the world. So, like, why the <laughs> fuck would I think it's just for me? That's just crazy talk. And like, social esteem is not, not social. Self esteem is basically zero at that point in my life. And like, I I didn't think I didn't think much of it. And that was stupid. But, anyways, I thought it was very sweet. He left a piece of jewelry. It was one of those um, journey necklaces from K, uh, K Jewelers. That's oh. why he had nowhere to go. Yeah, yeah right? <laughs> Spent all his money on that. <laughs> and I was like, whoa, he left like actual piece of diamonds, like little diamonds <laughs> at my sister's house. That's crazy. What? And um, we continue talking, and eventually he comes down again. I meet him in person. We go to Anime Expo. It was fun. It was great. Um, I lose my virginity. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, and, then. And it was, it was nice. It was very romantic. It was very sweet. I felt safe. And... Um, he was never truly like scary or violent, but the, the, the fact still stands that I was manipulated and I only saw what he wanted me to see. And, you know, once it's been yeah, like, I think that's the problem with online dating is it's so easy to provide a front. Yes. And, um, mm -hmm. like it, at this point, it's been 10, 12 years since we've known each other. And I was like, okay, I'll go visit you where you live. And this is where I leave for Sweden for six months. And, you know, he told me, you know, we'll live together in an apartment of our own and blah, blah, blah. And none of that was true. He was still smoking. I, I did not like cigarette smokers. Uh, still don't. Um, he told me he had quit. He did not quit. He had told me that we would live in an apartment of our own. That was not true. His mother lived with us. Um, <laughs> uh, I mean, mothers are non-people, right? That, that's how that works, right? <laughs> yep, they don't care. Or did he live with your, or did you guys live with his mother? Because that's different. <laughs> I I can't really tell you which which is true because like. She lived in the living room, or she slept on the couch. Yeah, because that still doesn't, that's still a great and area. And he had the room room. But that doesn't tell me what, <laughs> you know? Um, but yeah, they lived together, and um, I was like, okay, this is okay. When are we going to look at apartments? Because you said, you know, just a month 
together with your mom and then we were going to move to another place. So you moved out there with the intent of staying I out moved there. out there with the intent of staying out there potentially. Um, and okay. I was going to take my dog with me. And uh, at the very last step, I was unable to take my dog because he had not reserved um, a, a, a dog space for my dog, even though that was like the only thing that I asked for. I was like, I just want to bring my dog. I don't care if I can't bring anything else. I just want to bring my dog. And I can't bring the dog. I don't find this out until the night before I get on um, on an airplane. And oh my God. Jesus. I'm crushed. I'm crushed. But I decide, okay, I'll just go for the three months, right? Because you have to go for three months and then you have to extend your visa once you're there. Um, I had to go through all this fucking paperwork. I had to chip my dog with an international chip that doesn't work everywhere here in the U.S. I had to deworm her when she didn't have any worms. I had to um, go to this super, like, weird area in L.A. for a certification for my dog. Like, I, I spent, like, $500 just trying to get my dog to Sweden with me. And I didn't even get the courtesy of, like, getting the information that you're not going to bring your dog until the night before my flight. Yeah. So that should have been a red flag. But no, I kept ignoring them for the sake <clears throat> of love. Um, and, uh. Uh, like, once, like, once I was there, once I realized, you know, uh, I was lied to. None of these things are happening. We have no privacy. I I can't find a job. Um, I left everything. I left my country. I left my language. I left my family. Nobody spoke English in the podunk area of Sweden I was in. Um, and I was I was basically completely isolated from everything I knew. Yeah. And that's, yeah, that's incredibly awful. dangerous. Yeah, it's that's what I was thinking. incredibly dangerous. Yeah. And still, I extended my visa because I loved my boyfriend. And... Um, was he at least hot? <laughs> Sweetie. You know what? You know what? You know what? He was. And was he, he packing? Really was. Like, he was, was a good? little short. He was a little short for me, um, and and that's that's saying something. Yeah, like as in comparison to you, or just short in what you prefer. No, he was short for the stature for the regular stature of a man, but he was still taller than me. And I was about uh, to say, just about everybody's taller than you. So just yeah. about everybody, right? Yeah. Just he was just barely taller than me. I, I really, he was he was a good height uh, difference for me. Because, like, everything was easy in terms of the way things fit and all that jazz. And he was handsome. He was classically handsome. And he cooked for me. Holy shit. He was, he was really good well, at cooking no for me. Well, no wonder he stayed. Good lord. <laughs> right? No wonder I stayed. Uh, and, so, uh, some of that I fermented mean, fish action. Uh, no, that, that's ice Fermented <laughs> fish action. I'm a vegetarian. <laughs> so that would never have happened. But I did get Swedish meatballs. Figuratively and literally. That's what I was about to say. Nice. That's what but... this whole thing was leading up to, wasn't it? 
This is all about <laughs> whole We all meatballs. have to circle back to those Swedish meatballs, always. Mm. And uh, there was a lot of in-jokes about how he was my Swedish chef and I was just Miss Piggy. Um, he was oh, borking no. you. Oh, no. Oh, oh God. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was, it was bad. I was a dork. We were both dorks. And uh, eventually it just, I got sick. That's when I found out that I had PCOS. I get, you know, all these medical bills and I'm like, I can't stay here. I'm just going to rack up a huge b- medical bill. And even though they have like socialist health care, socialist health care out there, it's not free for people who are visiting. Mm. And so um, I go, I have to go. I have to go. I'm sick. I need to get things in order. I need to bring my dog back. So for, for, for just for, for my edification, anyone who's listening, I, I'm not familiar with what PCOS is. It's a polycystic ovarian syndrome. Okay, thank you. So, Weird like, ovaries syndrome, basically. Yes, yes, basically. Ovaries explode everywhere. It's painful. It's, it's painful. a lot more common than you would think, actually. Yeah, it's surprisingly common. But and, so, do you, this guy wasn't willing to go back with you and stay with you in a country where you could get help? Like, no. Was that not an option? No, because he was he was where he lived. And he had a job there. He was not willing to uproot his life. And I but was. But he, he was willing for you to do it. Yeah. But the thing is, like, I didn't have a job. I didn't have school at the time. Like, mm. there was nothing holding me down, right? And so, like, I was the one who was reasonable to move halfway around the world. I guess that makes sense, but... And, uh, like... Uh... So, are you <laughs> disappointed with how... It turned out in the end? I Or do you I feel was, like you made the right decision? But, can you rephrase the question? Are you... I know you're satisfied with how things turned out now. Because yeah. you know, you love Mike and you guys are really happy together. But do you ever wish things could have been different with this other guy? Uh, no. Like, are you glad you got out of I'm it? I'm glad I got like out. Like, you see now? Because, like, I literally left everything behind. and. I threw caution to the wind and I didn't think my actions through and I was lucky to make my way back from there. Well, you had to be pretty young though. If you're talking, this was like 10 years ago. Oh, uh, this was, uh, I was 21. Yeah. I was 22 when I went out there. That's crazy. Yeah. So that's crazy. And it was, and it was the opportunity to go to a completely different area and like travel and we were gonna go to france and blah 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 and it was like yeah i can get on board with this i'm young and dumb let's do this <laughs> I think I you know, to play devil's advocate i probably would have done the same exact thing yeah i mean like it's an incredibly attractive package like you get to go somewhere new you get to experience new things. You might be able to go to university for free. Blah, 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 blah. Meatballs. Blah. Yeah, meatballs. <laughs> he's a chef, and he can cook vegetarian food, and he's not going to pressure me to eat meat. By the way, I got to try moose meat. It is interesting. Oh, I had that in Canada. <laughs> I was like, oh, wow, that's that's different. Um, it's pretty tough, isn't it? Yeah. 
And like, I just don't like meat in general because the mouthfeel is so unique to anything else in my flavor palette or in my texture palette as well. So like, I was like, oh God, it's not letting me forget that it's meat. Oh, this is disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> so you're vegetarian as more of a, you just don't care for meat sort of deal and not more of like a morality thing. Well, it starts as a morality thing and then it just like became a, oh God, this is disgusting. I can't even forget that it's meat. No, not worth it. Yeah. <laughs> just lose the taste for it. Yeah. Yeah. So like, yeah, so yeah. I'm always interested. So then do you eat meat flavored vegetarian food? Like meat flavored well, veggie patties? it's it's hard to say meat flavored because like the meat flavor isn't there right. how, how about those newfangled meats i feel that we're just building a list for the neck bunny's next stalker to start checking off boxes okay she likes the patties swedish she likes yes the patties <laughs> cooking yeah. in the plus let's 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 hone back in here likes cause... anime uh yeah Total, total weeb. <laughs> Though I, I think what we're hearing here is listen to the red flags in your brain, ladies. Yes, listen to the red flags, regardless of how young and dumb you are. The decisions yes. that 12-year-old you made don't need to be <laughs> respected. I think, I think you mean her 12 years ago and not her 12 years old. Yes. Yeah. That, both of those things, really. <laughs> um <laughs> But I, I think that's what scares me about younger and younger women doing online dating now is like, I can't, I came to online dating when I was, I think, 30 for the first time. Oh, wow. Like, no. like, like by then, like I had a pretty firm sense of what I was looking for, what I was not going to put up with, how to tell if somebody was an asshole pretty quickly, how to screen somebody out and also how to kind of have a little bit of perspective on it. Like that mm. this isn't like, defining my worth as a person when somebody is a dick to me on a website yes and i think a lot of women yeah, have trouble that with that Twitter. so you had enough time <laughs> to establish your self-esteem and self-conscious yeah. before you yeah step what you it. really need to do before you start looking online is to figure out who you are and what you want because like if you go on on to like online dating thinking well I'm just gonna see you know, what's out there. I'm just gonna see what's out there. I'm gonna get some dick. I'm just, it's gonna be fine. Um, it is not no, gonna be fine. It's, it's not gonna no. be fine. It doesn't work for you. Um, yeah. That doesn't work for you because um, you're looking for your value through someone else's eyes rather than establishing your value beforehand. I wasn't intentionally online dating until after this Sweden fiasco. Mm hmm. Yeah, like yeah. my first couple dating experiences were the way that everything else, you know, the, the way you used to meet people in the old days, like at school and, and stuff through other friends. And then I was so disgusted by the second breakup I went through that was kind of stalkery that I, I stopped dating for like eight years. Wow. It's like, I'm not, I'm not dealing with this shit. It's not worth it. <laughs> I don't think I could buy enough batteries to do me for eight years. <laughs> I mean, well, Amazon Basics batteries, man. That wasn't it didn't exist. Yeah, overchargeable. Let me tell you, massive unregulated depression will help with that problem. <laughs> but I deal with my depression with dick. So oh, I, that, I, you and I are different people. Then I was gonna, <laughs> I'm going to agree with Mary on this one. After my first one, and I was done dating for about five years because I 
it was a horrible situation. I agree. Yeah, and I think there's there's probably a lot of women to to kind of the male perspective where you're out there looking for women, but like there's a lot of women that aren't on online dating because we've just been worn out by this garbage. Hmm. Right? Yeah. Like, be it online or or not. And then, you know, you're just not meeting any of those women who might be perfectly wonderful, but they just, and they're, they're available. They just don't want to be seen. Yeah. You know, though, but it's like getting hit on in public is, is almost worse than a unsolicited dick pic. Oh, it's much worse. Much worse. Because you can't get away from it. You can't just exit out. And you can't just like close the picture and be like, oh, that was horrifying. I can live my life now. There's so, no yeah. block button. because you there's can't no block, always right. you can't always get out of the situation where you're being flirted with in person. So I, everybody says I look much younger than I'm. I am. Um, like people at work tell thought like I had a guy at work the other day who's like, oh, we were talking about something. And he goes, oh, well, when you move out of your parents' house and get your own place, you'll understand. Uh. <laughs> and I said, I said, I'm 29. I experienced it. And he goes, oh, I thought you were 16. <laughs> okay yeah i get um, it all the time don't and worry when sam and i go out uh when i was in college when i was taking a college certification my instructor thought he was my dad oh, oh no. uh, and you're like he he told him because i was getting because he was dropping me off at school and i got out of the car to oh, take my God. class and the instructor was walking in and he leans in the window and he goes Hey, Dad, you can pick your daughter up after school oh, or at two o'clock God. that's what's when we'll be done today and he goes, okay. So, but Sam, see Sam, Sam grayed early. Uh, so I already have gray hair though, and I'm not even 30. You know what's so well, great about the, pa- the age of the pandemic is that now that I wear a mask, nobody mistakes me for a young person. And that is so great. I love it. <laughs> why? Oh, why? why do you think that is? Uh, because they can't see my mouth and they can't see like the lack of wrinkles around my face. <laughs> Except for, like, <laughs> because see, I, I get it. chunky glasses, right? You can't see the sides of my eyes and see if I have like wrinkles there either. And I'm chubby. And because I'm chubby, you can't, you can't really gauge a person's age because all that baby fat kind of gets in the way of aging a person. I can see that. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna be like Brinker on this one though and say that I never really know when people are hitting on me. And I think that I <laughs> I'm being honest though. Like I don't think I've ever really dealt with somebody though who has hit on me before, like that I was even recognizing. And then later on the person told me that they were, and I'm like, oh really? I didn't even know that, that was a well, thing. See, I'm the opposite. I think everybody who talks to me is trying to get something. And it, it makes me very socially awkward and anxious because it just, I feel like if people are too nice to me, it makes me uncomfortable because it's like, why are you talking to me so much? Why are you so interested? We're in FYE and I'm looking at like... I, I just think they're picking up like a general conversation. I think that's a healthy... Yeah, but- <laughs> <laughs> I think that's healthy. Who talks to other people? Like, oh, yeah. why? I just, like, how dare you talk to me, a person... <laughs> 
<laughs> no, but I don't want to be like if I'm out somewhere, I don't want random ass people coming up to me and talk. Now I grew up in Alabama, and no matter where you go, everybody has to tell you their whole fucking tire life story, and you have to sit there for an hour and nod your head or <laughs> yeah, you're impolite. There, there's literally a reason I don't do commerce in Alabama, even if I have to pass through. <laughs> I don't want to do. I when I'm out, I don't want anything to do with anybody. I want. I'm out for myself. Like, when I go to the mall, I go to be with myself, but I don't want to talk to random people. It just, it weirds me out, and it maybe it's my self-esteem and my self-consciousness issues where I think, why would anybody want to talk to me? And it's suspicious if people are being overly friendly, because there's no reason to be. I mean, I don't think that I really talk to people randomly either but i don't think that it's weird when somebody does it to me but i also am married to brad so who does it constantly yeah, so he, he just doesn't stop <laughs> like the <talking>. random, <laughs> random suddenly friendliness is kind of like a normal california thing because well i mean we're an asshole state it's true but we're also kind of like randomly friendly and, and so that's it, kind of like an enhanced. California which, is passive aggressively friendly. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, like, like that, that, that meme that was going around a couple of weeks ago where, where in Baltimore, someone will tell you you're a fucking idiot while you're changing a tire and change the tire for you. But in LA, yes, yes, they'll, yes. They'll, they'll sit there and, and, and console you and, and, and tell you oh, how hard Oh, poor guy, and, you have to change oh, your that, tire. That's yeah, unfortunate. <laughs> Thoughts and prayers. <laughs> <laughs> and they'll, they'll sit there the whole time while you're doing it. <laughs> it's also the situation. Because, like, I'll talk to a cashier. I'll talk to, like, if somebody and I reach for the same thing at the same time in the store, or we bump into each other, or I hit somebody with my cart, or somebody's in my way, I'll you say, have oh, a reason excuse to. me. Yeah. But if some, like, large man just walks up to me and he's like, I like your ankles. <laughs> I'll be like, what the fuck is this shit? Right, I don't think I've ever like, first of all, how inside. the fuck do you know what my ankles look like? Because I wear, I wear <laughs> short pants. But anyway, no, because like, I, I, I guess maybe it's experience really by experience. These short pants. Because I, like, for example, okay, so we went to Halloween Spirit um, over Halloween, and my oldest my oldest kid is 11, but she is, she's my height and only a couple of, like, only about 30 pounds lighter than me. So she looks like she's, you know, 14 or 15. She's developed early. But she, she looks like she's about 14. And she's my height. So it looks like we're sisters because we, besides her hair being dark and mine being red, we look a lot alike. We're the same height. We're about the same size. We dress pretty much exactly alike. And then I was with my son, who is eight, and uh, he's very tall for his age, too. So I guess, and I was wearing a dress that was Lion King um, with, like, Doc Martens. Mm. I mean, I would wear that. That's problematic. That's cute. In yeah, I would wear age that. perception. But, I, but how, how can anybody see your ankles in those Doc Martens? I don't understand. Because I leave them boot, like, at the top. Like, they're they're unlaced so that they, like, flop around. They're cool, Doc Martens. Yeah. Wait, so, so this ankle comment really happened? Yes, that's happened You're before. basically asking for it. Yeah, so... You've been um, teasing the ankle. Well, no. <laughs> yeah, this, this is Victorian England here. We like our ankles. Like this is Victorian well, blaming. Let me, let, me, let, me, let me finish my, my point. Is, yeah, yes, I, I dress 
I I sometimes feel self conscious because I feel like I dress younger you than I'm supposed to. You. I, like I'm a just, mom of four. You dress for you, and that's well, all yeah. that matters. Oh, yeah. The dress wasn't childish. Like I bought it at Hot Topic. It was, it was like it's or it's kind of like a orange faded, and it just says Lion King on the top. Like it's not like a child's dress. It was knee length, everything. Anyway, and this guy just comes up to me and he goes, "Hey, I like your hat," and I was like, "Thanks," and he's like. I like your style and I was like thanks and he's like uh I like your bag and I was like thanks I was like is he fucking high I mean the cannabis <laughs> shop just opened down the street and he goes hey you want to step outside and talk a little bit oh. and I was like I said I'm sorry man I'm married who's and just he goes, cruising at, at yeah, Halloween no. spirit <laughs> maybe, maybe if I was like 16 or 17 I would be cruising at Halloween spirit because that's just how I am alright hold up but hold up how, how old was this guy that sounds like a good time I to don't me know. cruising at Halloween spirit sounds he, like a great time right it's right <laughs> next to the chilies like come on <laughs> so I My don't know gosh, how old right. this guy was that's a commercial was they there. need to make Come on, guys! <laughs> right. the it was he's he was um with another guy, so I'm assuming at least college age because that's the way they looked. Um, he had uh, a cigarette pack in his pocket, so he had to unless somebody's buying it for him. Yeah, he had that to doesn't be. mean anything these days. Yeah, that no, it doesn't. Anything. But um, anyway, he goes, "No, you're not." And what? I get that a lot. Wow. When I say, "Hey, huh. I'm married." <laughs> I get, rude. "No, you're not." So, or I, I, I have this wedding ring. My wedding ring is just a silver band because we had our weddings hand forged out of the same bar of silver. Oh, that's so sweet. Ugh. Which, uh, <laughs> which Sam traded a gun for. So <laughs> that is the most that. East that Coast so thing I can Pennsylvania. hear. Pennsylvania. Yeah. So yeah, we don't, totally. but I don't, I don't agree with like, I mean, I guess that comes from our, our, brethren background but i don't like flash or or jewels or um expensive items or anything so it's just a, a plain silver band so people tend to miss it yeah and many many people think that it's fake that i'm just wearing it to not get hit on i've had that before like oh you can't tell me that ring's real there's no jewels on it they think it's like out of the corner machine. Oh, for fuck's sake. Wedding bands don't I, have jewels on them generally. No, it's and I've typical. seen so many people, like obviously in my profession where you know it's not you don't get a lot of money for what you do. They literally have like those plastic bands that are like all the different colors. That's yeah, what I used most, to wear those. Most women in my profession actually wear as a wedding ring. When I used to work EMS, I wore one of those so it wouldn't tear through my gloves and I wouldn't have to worry about um, if I got blood or piss yeah, or yeah. you got it, I could just throw it out. You wouldn't have but, that attachment. But I often have to say, no, these are my kids. And people don't believe me. Like uh, at work, I've had somebody, I said, there was fitting them for a uniform. And I said, oh, yeah, my oldest is at that rank in this specific national organization. And... uh she this woman legit looks at me and says is that just something you say to customers to sell more and i said no why and she goes there's no way you have an 11 year old kid i'm almost they, 30 yeah, yes but, yes i did no yeah. i fucked as a teenager and now i have an 11 year old no, that's child dumb, like, that people think that they would even think that that's a thing but i'm saying like when i was younger my brother and i would would literally 
like, you know, have my sister in a stroller and walk down whatever in Ocean City and people thought that we created the kid. And I was like 14. <laughs> so like, that, like, I'm telling you, my parents used to laugh so much because they didn't realize that that's what people were like looking at us, giving us weird looks about because obviously it makes sense if you know who my brother is and who my sister is. Well, you like, know, it, though, makes sense. it does because she, yeah, cause she's like in the middle, but yeah, but it's not that. But with you, I've seen pictures of you younger, and to be completely honest, it doesn't look like you've changed that much. I have not, no. Like, I could see where people would think that you were younger, or that when you were younger, you were older. Yeah. But it's just, but like, um, the whole point just, is that it's creepy when random people come up and talk to me, because so yes. I've been hit on so many times. But I think my experience, though, is because I've been in, like, the customer service realm for so long that whenever i'm getting hit on it's because i'm in customer service so sometimes i think that people are just being friendly now there's a difference between where i used to work at a convenience store and somebody would just casually you know, strike up a conversation and apparently that was you know them hitting on me in comparison to where i currently work now i've had situations where somebody literally was like oh you're selling this essential oil can you rub the oil on me no thank you oh, i'm not doing that oh like, and do you think that that happens less frequently it does not <gasps> it oh, does not oh i have some <laughs> comments from but like it's always you know an I mean? older man <laughs> says shit like that too oh no the dude was yeah. like 30 mm. like easily he and learned like, it from was, his dad i don't know so to, to kind of bring this back around to the <laughs> online dating thing he brinker had us uh, think about some general topics here and i think this is relevant to one of those about like is is the reason that you got engaged in online dating related to just being able to avoid avoid these kind of weird in person hitting on I don't know what's happening situations because like I feel like at least in online dating you know that you're like yeah, both sides like know you're process. there to be hit on that mm -hmm. is the purpose of this interaction I can engage with it it's, it's while you're there. I can engage with it when and if I want to yeah you know? It's all about consent. Like, my yeah. big thing about online dating was, like, do I want to engage with people for the sake of, you know, having uh, a friend? Or do I want to engage with people for the sake of having a quote-unquote friend? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I think your, your experience is a little like back with the the first story is a little yeah. different because it was not for that purpose right but like right. if you're on like bumble or tinder is what i'm talking about well there's yeah, a difference um, between the expectation of like forming a relationship versus versus just that like a fuck mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and i feel like a lot of people kind of put on the front of oh yeah i totally want to get to know you and date and then it's just like no i just want to Get my rock modern offs and just want to bang. Yeah, just want to smash. I'm a Becky. Schmoosh, You're a crow. Schmoosh. Let's do the thing. Oh, and like, <laughs> I, I, I actually don't mind people who are like upfront about that. Like that, that's part of the game, right? Like. It, it's you start a it's, conversation and you're like, so what are you here for? It's like, about that's something I would always expectations, ask. right? Yeah, but no, because yeah. I have personally never had somebody come into my comments on online dating and, and say, hey, I'm just looking for a hookup, you're hot, do you want to fuck? It's mostly been people oh, that's like, Same. yeah, but that would be fine with me. Like, I'd be like, yeah. no, I'm not into that right now, but thanks for the consideration. But usually it's like some facade that they come in with to yeah. try to, to get me interested. And it's like, 
you know, those shitty pickup lines where you're like, bro, come on. Like, really? Did you yeah, get that off how I met your you, mother? Those are the people you block really fast and you go on with your life. Can can we get some <laughs> examples of those shitty pickup lines just for, for educational purposes? And I'm definitely not going to laugh at them immediately. <laughs> oh, I mean, I've, I've had people come on and go like, um... I see by your interests that you're a little bit of a nerd. Do you want to, uh, um, can I dock my enterprise? Like, uh, oh, wow. What? That, 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 that is, that is ridiculous. I mean, that's, that's crazy. Do you want to see <laughs> how I, you want to see how I live long and prosper? Oh. Wow. Like, all Hold on. Let me get, wow. let me get a notepad. I got to write these down. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like oh. to come have a conference with my Elrod? You know, uh, I, I would respond to those so me too. <laughs> no, me too. I thought they were but hilarious. But then you have to see if they were being serious or funny. Or like no, ironic but then, or whatever. okay, but there's the clever ones. And then there's guys that are like, hello, my lady. I know you are uh, a uh, intelligent, good-looking oh, young oh female, no. and that oh, you yeah, are also like Nigerian appreciate... prince approach. Yeah, I know you That's also appreciate somebody who is good-looking and intelligent. Yeah, <laughs> yes, I've had those. They're really long paragraphs. They're ultra wordy. There's no content in them, and they're just trying to flatter you. And you could tell they sent that message to 400 people today. Yes, yeah, and it's like. like the copy paste approach. <laughs> yeah, my my other favorite is the hi or hey or sup first line, uh, which I immediately ignore. Uh, mm -hmm. Just off the cuff, don't even answer those. As I, I recall, I told Brinker not those. to do that explicitly. I answered yeah. those because I was like, oh, maybe he's just too shy to talk. Because yeah, oh, like, I mean, kind of totally nerdy. That's how I got my second boyfriend. <laughs> that's gonna be honest with you. And how did that work out, Malia? I mean, obviously, I'm not married to that person, so obviously not well. <laughs> and it would but, always degrade to, you want to bang, you want to fuck, blah, 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 blah. Like, I'm you a dumb dickhead. bitch, you're ugly anyway. You're, yeah, I'm a to <laughs> totally yeah, and that's you. That's the immediate you're not block giving and move me forward. attention anymore. I feel like fuck the further, you, bitch. I feel like the further, like, I feel like when online dating started, it was a... Like, you got a wide variety of people trying it out. It's like, oh, this is new. Things aren't working. Let's try it. But I feel like now, you know, years and years later, you're more likely to find the content of, like, trolling incels. And the... I don't want to say, like, you can still find some gems on there. People who are just not good at meeting in person or talking in person. Or, or people that don't live close to you or you wouldn't normally interact with. Because you don't get out much like the majority of us yeah you're but, talking about mary and my relationship yes <laughs> like you guys normally would not have met because no. you live in different towns like an hour away from each other you have different friend groups you have different hobbies you Although know apparently she keeps like popping up in random points of my my past history because yeah i mean if you live in the same area long enough you have yeah, people who cross over yeah but, yeah, but yeah. just because you're there doesn't mean that you would actually yeah. have met no exactly and we wouldn't have i guarantee mary knows zach somehow because zach it, knows oh, everybody yeah. in a 300 mile it radius. also it's depends yeah. on the <laughs> population of the location you live in because like the difference from over where you guys are and where i am like I never would have met Mike. 
Yeah. No, I can yeah. see that. Yeah. Well, like, there's that, I never there's that skit him. on Shit's Creek where the Alexis starts the online dating for, like, the country folk, and she's, like, she meets with this, like, matches with this guy. She's like, I didn't think we'd actually match. He's the only person that has all his teeth within, like, 300 miles. <laughs> and it was like, so she goes and meets him. So I just, because I did online dating in Alabama, and I did online dating here in Pennsylvania, and it is two completely different universes. Oh, I didn't even consider that. Yeah, it's probably even despite the fact that it's like a level playing field, it's probably still heavily regionalized. Yes. And oh, the yeah. fact that yeah. in Alabama, where I grew up, um, my high school, my my graduating class was like 25, 30 people. So I was over 200 yeah. and I was considered to be small. I, mine was 400. <laughs> like, I know, yeah, exactly. I know every single person, first and last name that I went to school with, what kids they have yep. now, who they married, and who their parents are, and their grandparents. Like, I know everybody. Yep. I think my That's graduating class was like 2,400 people. Oh my god. Oh yeah, yeah, like I'm literally like, I think it was like 220 something, and I was the largest class in like years. Yeah, my, my entire high school was 1,000 people, and it covers like hundreds of square miles. My, yeah, so <laughs> my, school, my school was um, kindergarten through 12th grade, all on the same campus. Um, wow! And, yeah, we and didn't it was 6th grade through 12th grade in the same building, sharing the same classrooms. Yeah. Oh, interesting. That's, so it was very, small very yeah. small. Very, very small. I mean, we still knew everybody, though. Even if, like, at 220, I still knew who everybody yeah, was. Yeah, everybody had was a conversation. an extremely intimate level. Like, extremely intimate. Like I know, but I'm t- I'm telling you that for like in comparison to other classes that graduated the same like you know different years as us, mine was very small and intimate as well. Uh-huh. Where like it wasn't the same within every other class. I just had one of the lucky ones where everybody just kind of like got along, talked to everybody, and didn't matter. Well, it, the point is to online dating is that when you try to online date in Alabama, uh not every well, not everybody had computers, but I knew every single person. And <laughs> yeah. honestly, the people that I matched with were people that I had already dated. So um, it really did yeah. work. You'd have to set a really wide range yes. on your so, so what in particular made everybody want to use online dating services? Like was it small things or was it like big reasons? It was I don't I don't like talking to, like, I don't talk to people out in public, but I've yep. also had a lot of issues when I do because I get, I surprisingly, I don't know if people would be surprised about that knowing me, but when I try to talk to men, um, I get, oh, I get weird. I get really <laughs> weird and like, I start sweating and then I suddenly, I suddenly have to pee Alicia. for some reason. What? We are an hour into this podcast. That I would like to remind you, you opened up with... <laughs> 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 hey, let's all talk about our stalkers. <laughs> <laughs> <We're>, <laughs> I, think, I, think we, I think we picked up on that. That, that I'm weird <laughs> when I talk to people? I think just... It's... it's yeah. It don't don't get yourself down is what I'm saying. I think we're all weird when we talk to people, I, mostly because we all don't assume that um, we don't know what we're doing, and everybody else doesn't know what they're doing. We always assume that other people have their shit together. 
Yeah, At least that's the way I, I operate yeah. that way. <laughs> well, and I have a lot of nerd stuff too. Like, and, and it took me a long time to get over social awkwardness and stuff. And I'm not hundred percent of the way there, but, um, but t- like the reason I came at it was just, first off, I hadn't been dating for like eight years. And then everybody I knew was online dating at that point who were people who were still were dating actively. And I was like, I have no idea how to meet people. The only people I've ever met were at school or through mutual friends. Yeah. So as an adult, there's no forced social contact with people. Or like I could try to date a coworker, which is terrible. I don't do that. I don't, it's I wouldn't a even. bad idea. Yeah. Nope. Not doing that. I'm not going to date my friends. They, they've, I've, my friends have been long-term friends. Like that was not going to happen. Mm-hmm. It's certainly not going to change now. So it's just like, well, I heard about this, this dating on the phone thing that they've come up with lately. Maybe I'll set up one of those. But uh, yeah, I think it was also that that vetting process is also what drew me to it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. In my case, it was, yeah, it was definitely vet vetting process because my mom got into my head about, what if he's a killer? What if this? Don't go on dates because you don't know who this person is. And I'm like, well, everybody's going to kill me one day or something's going to kill me one day. <laughs> what? What's the fucking point? <laughs> if we all suddenly show up at the house, everything's going to kill me one day. Everything. All of the things will come to me and kill me one day. So... I'm like, uh, you know what? This is the easiest way for me to date without having yeah. to deal with my mom's bullshit. And it's, um, because it's less at the exposing. time I was living with her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I was the time I was living with my parents too. So that it also is much less awkward than being like, yeah, I met this guy at the mall. I'm going out to have dinner at Chili's. See you later. No, but I, <laughs> okay, come on. We're at the Chili's. Yeah, I think- if I don't call you in an hour, something's gone horribly yeah, wrong. Exactly. <laughs> I'm going to just leave my phone on in my pocket if you hear anything concerning. No, but call see, the cops. there's that. There's also that. And if it's I not send so- you a text with a bunch of jumbled letters, it's, it's a bad sign. It's not the stigma that goes along with dating online. It's not as bad now. But no. when it first started, it was, oh, I met this person online. It was like, and- you're creepy. What's yeah, I mean, you? like, you don't know them, you haven't seen them in person, and people try to illegitimize the relationship. I mean, I honestly, though, don't think I had that negative kind of, st- like, stigma when it came to that originally, because both my dad and my stepmom met on online dating. Oh, wow. Yeah, my my sister met her first husband online dating, too, so I figured if it works for her, it can probably I, work I'm for also yeah. a huge true crime fan, and so is both my parents. So we used to obsessively read the most horrible news articles and discuss them over dinner. So constantly hearing about young women being murdered. (laughs) Like, that's what got me into forensic science at first. And that's how I became... thought you were going to say that's what got me into online dating. No, I was fifth in the nation. I want to live the mystery in my life. No, so... Uh, there was like riding a roller coaster, but I get a free dinner. But I mean, also you got to consider that you know I did grow up in Alabama and we were incredibly poor, and I didn't have a computer until I was in high school. So, and a lot of people didn't because we didn't get internet service. Like we were a dry county until I was in middle school. So, uh, wow. the computer, like internet, quote unquote, was still like this. It was the devil. Like the the Wi Fi, like. 
internet came out of the oh, devil's it's, it's still the devil i'll yes. tell you that right yeah, now it still is. like the devil put his dick in a box and that's how we got computers and internet i i assure you that's exactly how it happened <laughs> yeah well, tony and i are both technological professionals and i can absolutely assure you that is indeed how the internet works <laughs> well is he at least well hung and that is that how we got wi-fi somebody found the laying pipes for days <laughs> so there is i always i always heard like i've always had the the stigma of oh you met somebody online it's I mean, not a real relationship almost like a long distance relationship where it's like uh, it's not yeah. considered real because it's not in person your, your boyfriend from canada yeah i did yeah. have several of those don't like say that i don't know crime shows though like i'm obsessed with crime shows and so is everybody in my family like i get that like i understand it i just don't think that i was 100 percent convinced that that's what happens to everybody 